0: Now the recording. Welcome. We're on the way. Welcome to you all to the webinar about business plans that work. Um, this is what it's going to look like today. Um, first of all, I'm going to give you a whole heap of stuff as much as I can cram into your brains in the time we uh, we have available. Um, and look, planning is um, is is a favorite topic of mine, so I can go on about it for hours and hours. So do feel free to stop me when it gets boring. Um, And like I said, (laughs) probably won't take a blind bit of notice. Anyway, in a moment I'm going to tell you what you can expect and what we'll cover, but just so so you know, I will not sell you anything today. I'm just going to give you lots and lots and lots of stuff, food for thought, useful stuff, hopefully and then at the end i'm going to give you uh, or before the end i'm going to give you um, some information on how you can take a few simple next steps forward with all that food for thought and uh, with me if you if that's if that's useful for you um so this is our topic That's actually not war i don't know why that slide actually says work but for some reason on this screen it always comes up as war and i tried to fix it before it still doesn't so sorry about that. No, I wonder what, what happens when I do that. No, that makes no difference. So anyway, just believe me, the slide actually says business plans that work. All right. Um, and before we go on, just a general comment. It's been proven time and time again that passively sitting and listening to someone talking, it simply means you're going to forget 90% of what you heard in less than a week. So if you want to get return on investment, on your on your investment of time, then you need to participate, and participating is best done by asking questions and or both working your way through worksheets that uh, you can get from the link at the top of the page there, um, tiny.cc plan l page. Um, But above all, ask questions. It really makes a difference to what you're going to get from this. And you can, if you're really clever, you can make, you can, embarrass me by asking questions I don't know the answer to or something like that. Um, That's always fun. So don't do any of this. You're going to get distracted by Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, email, text messages. Just turn it off. Don't think you are going to be able to be focused on Facebook and get value from this workshop. You simply won't. Multitasking is a myth for all of us, women, or men, believe me. And this is what we're going to talk about. I'm going to check in where you are about on this topic of planning in your business. And we'll talk about the three reasons why planning is so important, the two reasons why it seems so hard, the six criteria for a business plan that actually works, one of my famous uh, business bedtime stories, like I said before, some information about how you can take the next step on your journey to develop a great business. Free, no obligation. If it's of interest, and then we're going to talk about taking action because it's all about what we do in this life, right? So I trust that sounds okay. And like I said, ask. That's me. For those of you who haven't met me before, I'm uh, Roland. I'm a business coach and a mentor and a business educator, Um, and I help small business owners feel great about their, their about themselves and about their business by making business. Fun again, and I have written some books about that kind of stuff as well. Um, and that concept of making business fun is the book on the right there, the pink one, the ten truths for making business fun. The three books are called the Ten Truths Trilogy, business books for business earth. business books for people who don't read business books but should. Um, uh, and one of the reasons there is business books are for people who don't read business books is because they're a lot thinner then they look on that. On those images, yeah, you could read you could read each one of them in around two hours or maybe less. Um, But so today's mastermind's webinar is all about the second truth of um, both the green and the blue book, Um, and um, and it's about planning. Um, I'm just got a notice note from Kathy who's saying that the sound quality is stopping and starting. Um, Do other people have the same problem? Is the sound um, bad? Interrupted? Rubbish? Um, Somebody can... uh, Adam? Sound is fine. Sound is fine. So Kathy, it might be your issue at this point. Let's see how we go. one thing you could do, Cathy, is you could, for the sound caller, you could actually call in on the landline. I can't give you the instructions right now, but you could actually call in on the phone line if you wanted to. Um, so, going on. So, the um, planning is a... There's a truth about planning in both my first and my second book, the, the green one and the blue one. Um, and as I was saying, the truth truth six of, um, of the second book, um, the green one, the blue one. It's a fun business Has a living business plan that drives the business forward. And the truth about planning in this first book is a business plan without a plan achieves everything in it. And so what I want to achieve today is this. I uh, want you all walk away enthusiastic about at least one action that you're committed to taking in your business around effective planning in, in your business. And second, I want you all to to, uh, <clears throat> uh, to know that you can take simple, easy steps to get ahead with any of the challenges in your business to start to build a business that is fun and that sustains you for years to come. Because, you know, as business owners, you know, building our own businesses, we're often in a state of overwhelm because there's simply so many things to focus on and it's all a bit much from time to time and it's all down to you. and And we often simply just don't know where to start. And that's what the Small Business Mastermind Foundation webinars are all about. Finding the small, simple steps through the maze and the mess and the mess. The small steps that are gonna make a difference in all the key aspects of your business. Because these are the key aspects of all of our businesses. These are the key aspects that we all get confronted with when developing and growing our business. So rhythm of business, or the predictability, marketing, vision, planning, People, customers, control systems, or finger on the pulse, or whatever you want to call that. Numbers is another way to put it. Uh, measurement, money, systems, or quality improvement, and leadership, and all of those things have to be attended to to have fun. And the problem is, this—it's just too much to focus on, isn't it? It's overwhelming and it's daunting, and it's—it's uh, <laughs> it's just doing your head in. So before we go on. Please go to your worksheet and on the third page, is it the third page? Sorry, it's the second page. The second page. um, You see a question with some space underneath And The question is, right now, this coming month, this coming month, what is the biggest challenge that um, you face in your business? What's the one thing that keeps you awake most? So take a moment to think about that question and write down on your worksheet and I'm gonna give you a minute a minute silence to write it down. Should really have some silence music, some on hold music here, shouldn't I? Music. Biggest challenge. Right. We'll get back to that later. So next that. Uh, we're going to do gonna run a little poll a little poll and I'm just gonna up now survey see what people's feelings are about planning yeah, let's get it up. Do, 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 this one right and the questions are repeated on your worksheet as well but the question is <clears throat> that I'd like you to score yourself on is when you think about business planning, what you feel is A, nothing much because I don't think having a plan will make any difference to my, to my life at all. B, I sort of feel daunted, guilty or ashamed because I know I should have. I ought to have a business plan, but I haven't gotten around to it and don't know where to start. Or C, I'm frustrated because I have a business plan. I spend a lot of money and time creating it. And I haven't looked at it for ages and ages. Or D, I'm fired up because I have a plan. We look at it all the time and incorporate it in our regular strategic planning sessions. It's a live document that's constantly being updated. Could I ask all of you to vote? A, B, C or D? Nothing much. I feel, you know, it's irrelevant or I feel daunted or overwhelmed about it or um, feel frustrated, or I'm fired up and excited. And um, we've got most people who voted with just a couple more, couple more, vote now. Great, I think that's all of us. Is that right? I think so, maybe, yes. Um, It seems that way, okay, great. And, it's interesting, all the votes came in between B and C, so it's not unusual, right? That's really what I'd probably expect most of the time, and um, uh, yes, I mean, actually there's twice, twice as many in B and, um, and, and, and than in C, so it's like 66% B and 33% C. And and that's more or less what I expect, right? We we all know we ought to have a plan and we don't, or we have one, but it's gathering dust at the bottom of a cabinet somewhere. And the, the problem with that is this. A business without a plan achieves everything in it. In other words, you do need a plan. A plan is crucial to the success of any business. Without a plan, your business will go nowhere fast. And I know I'm not telling you anything you don't already know because everybody's always told you so, right? But here's the thing. There's business plans and there's business plans. There's business plans that work and business plans that don't. All business plans are not created equal, in other words. Lots of business plans actually have no impact on business at all. And so what I want to do today is to give you some basic insights and some understanding and tools about planning um and uh, yeah adam just said um adam from yamba said 70% of a, 70% of people have a plan don't implement it and that's right because 70% of people that have a plan not a plan that doesn't actually make a difference It doesn't work yes thank you adam um so i want to give you some tools and some planning and some insight about plans that work um, plans that actually make a big difference in helping you create, um, uh, helping you create and build a business that, uh, that that works for you, and I'm and I'm going to leave you with some really simple actions um, to take around planning straight away after. So, let's get into this: the three principles of planning or knitting. So you've heard us said many times. Lots of people have told you. Your aunt Sally's probably told you you have to have a business plan but why is that what makes planning so, so important there's a lot of there's a lot of uncertainty about the value um, of planning and, and there's a famous quote' that's attributed to a number of different generals throughout the ages including, General von Clausewitz, as well as Napoleon Bonaparte, and the, the, the quote goes like this: No battle plan ever survives the first contact with the enemy. He doesn't look like much like a general, does he? He looks like a pussy. But apparently, von Clausewitz is one of the one of the one of the most fearsome generals that ever was in the early days of the 19th century. I think anyway. But so, if battle plans. Have to be thrown out the window as soon as the battle starts you could ask why why should we make plans at all if they're going to have to be thrown out anyway and business plans are no different than battle plans in my experience right as soon as the real world comes around they're out of date that's how it goes in real life and, and it, was, it was like that when i was a builder i used to have a i was a builder for 20 years i used to have to create project plans for the construction works and every time I'd create this beautiful big plan, or I'd update a plan. I'd send it to the client or the architect or whatever, and, uh, and it'd be out of date before it got to them, before I push print just about, right? It was very frustrating sometimes. You, could, you know, I could spend hours and hours on these big, uh, big project plans in Microsoft Project, which I hope I'll never have to open again in my life. Anyway, it was very frustrating. Now, for some people, some people, I'm going to draw the conclusion, therefore, that there is no point developing plans and committing to them because they are going to have to change and change again sometimes every month as the plan is rolled out. And on the face of it, that seems like a reasonable conclusion to draw, but it isn't. It's exactly the wrong conclusion to draw. It's precisely because the world is going to change the moment the plan is created and committed to paper that your planning must be thorough and especially ongoing planning never stops. As soon as you send the plan to the printer, it's time to start thinking about the next plan. A great general, like von Klausowicz, um, can make swift and accurate strategic decisions because of his planning. That's what made von K or C, I'm not sure if it's a C or a K, anyway, so effective. That's what made Napoleon so effective and all the great generals since. Planning gives a, a general the understanding and the knowledge to allow him to respond quickly, accurately, and strategically to the changing battlefront. And so it is with business planning. And hence, I say, planning is a verb. When, what we need to understand that planning is actually never about, never about the document that is created. It's all about the work that goes in creating the plan. Planning is a verb, it's not a noun, it must continuously be ongoing. So, the three principles upon which any business plan must rest, if they're going to make a difference, is that it must spell out exactly where the business is headed and how it plans to get there. It needs to have a fixed set of criteria to test every decision in the business against. And it needs to know your options and be able to make swift and accurate decisions when your business circumstances change from the one you planned for. Ah, von class is a bit of C, someone said. I was looking at this C. Somebody put C in the chat window. What was that about? It must be von Klaasowice. Yeah, bit of C. Okay. Um, so um, so the, third, the third principle, to know your options and to be able to make swift accurate decision when your business circumstances change from the ones you plan for. So the first principle addresses our goals and our best guess at how we're going to get to achieve those goals, knowing what we know today and looking at the future from our current vantage point. Obviously, if tomorrow or next month we know new stuff that we didn't know last month, then we may need to adjust our goals or our strategies for achieving the goals. If your goal is to hit a million dollars revenue selling your particular widget at uh, X dollars and next week a well-funded competitor arrives on the market with a widget that is as good as yours but 30% cheaper, then you're going to have to adjust, right? You may have to adjust your goals or your marketing strategy or your profit expectations or your manufacturing process or whatever, whether you like it or not, your plan will have to change. That's exactly the reason I said that planning is not about the document but about the work of planning. You see, too many times I've seen businesses continue to push a fully laden wheelbarrow uphill with a flat tire because that's what the plan calls for. Keep pushing, guys. Harder, harder, harder. Even if it's clear, you'll never get there. Probably a much better idea to to, to make a detour via a service station, right? Um, and to pump up the tyre. With a nicely inflated tyre, you're going to be able to make up for some lost time. And although you may arrive on the top of the hill a little later than you planned, you'll get there and without a busted wheel or a, and a busted back. How would you like, like to be that kind of push that stuff around all day? Um, so there you go. So the second principle I said about having a set of criteria to test your decisions and actions against is just as important as the first one. We're constantly making decisions about what to do and what not to do, about which clients to say yes to and which clients to refer on to someone else about what work to do and what not to do and about how to carry out our work and services without a set of principles verbalised and committed to, you and your people will be sailing blind. Like that boy. That was pretty awesome, that by the way, sailing blind by like that. Wow. Um, The principles help you make the right decisions and take the right actions and keep you on track to your goals. Every general has a set of engagement principles as well. If they didn't, the world would be in an even greater mess than it is already. The last of the three core principles that make it clear why business planning is crucial is really the one I've been talking about a lot already. When you go and execute a plan, the world immediately changes and you need to know how to adjust your strategies and goals in response to those changing realities. Having spent the time developing your plan in the first place means you'll be able to respond appropriately, accurately and and swiftly. And so that's what a business plan needs to look like. Hang on, a sip of water. So if your business plan is designed with those three principles in mind, you can be sure it won't be kept in the bottom of a drawer. It's gonna, sit, it's gonna sit on your desk it's going to be dog-eared, dog-eared, and smudged. It's going to have coffee stains and scribbles and doodles all over it. You look at it every day, and so will everyone else. Everyone who has anything to do with it. Um, yeah. So we just had a question from uh, from Randall. 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 Um, and I said, uh, "Accept planning is important, but uh, why, what makes it so hard?" And you should mention that, Randall. Thanks for the question because I was coming to that actually. Because you see, the thing is, it's actually not that hard at all, but it looks as if it would be, and and that's because two big misunderstandings about planning. Before we go there, are there any other questions at this moment for anybody online at this moment? Any questions? Draw breath. Okay, moving right along. So planning isn't actually that hard. It's just harder than you. It's just, it just looks really hard. And that's because it has two big misunderstandings. I've talked about the first misunderstanding already, namely that planning is about the business plan, not about the work you do to create a plan. So what happens is that people believe they have to create this perfect plan that addresses all the opportunities and all the strategies and all the eventualities. And it has to have all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed. And that's the only way a proper business plan is created. And they see their business plan sitting in the bottom drawer, hopelessly out of date and never looked up. So they say to themselves, Obviously, that's not how you create a business plan that works. I mean, it looks beautiful. It's got all the I's crossed and the, the I's dotted and the T's crossed and it's got an executive summary and indices and it's bound and it looks amazing, but we haven't done anything with it. So that's clearly not how you're supposed to do it because nothing's working about it now. And so then they don't do any more planning because they don't understand how to create the perfect plan. They don't understand that the perfect plan is any plan. Any plan you start on and you work on to make better all the time, it truly doesn't matter how you start and what the outcome of it is. The only thing that matters is that you start and that you do it. Uh, Move. I'll get to your question in a minute. Kathy. The other misunderstanding about business plan is that people expect the business plan to look like the one their accountant gave them a template. For or the one they got from the bank downloaded as a template from some government website so you know kathy will come to your question now so kathy just asked um uh, we have a plan but how do you get agreement with others now I assume others are the people in the business um as in the employees or the shareholders or other stakeholders um well, how do you get agreement? Well, I think if you if you write a business plan in an ivory tower and you don't involve anybody, then it's always, you're going to always have a hard task to engage people with that. I don't know if that's, if that's your um, if that's your circumstances, of course. Um, I think the big secret always is to engage people with the creation of the plan. That doesn't necessarily mean that they've got that everybody that everybody and all the stakeholders have to be engaged with the plan with every every bit of the plan but there are certain key parts of the plan that at least people need to feel that they've had some level of input on i think for them to be uh, uh, comfortable with being engaged with it i mean if you're working in a company where um, where you where you are operating on, on a pretty traditional commander control structure i suppose you can you can simply say that this is what we're doing and the story, but it's never quite as effective as uh, really getting people uh, fully engaged with it. So, I mean, my answer would be um, really think about which parts of the plan you're um, you're prepared and interested to um, to engage people in creating. Um, but it's a bit it's a process. Absolutely, um, we can certainly talk about that further if you want. Um, and but I hope that answers your question at the moment. Feel free to ask some more questions about it, and um, um, down the track there's plenty of opportunity. Anyway, so the first understanding is about this thing about doing it as opposed to having this perfect document. The fact that you're not using your plan.